This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Hey, Megyn Kelly was uh, number one in all of cable news in the uh, 25 to 54-year-old demo, the key demo that uh, television stations have decided they must have. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't care if you're under 24. They don't care about you. If you're over 54, they don't yeah, care about it. They don't you. care. So they stopped caring about Jeffy's viewership in Long 1912. Long time ago. Oh, my gosh. 1912. They don't care. Mm. They don't care. Before TV was even really the one they should care about. Yeah. invented. But uh, she's been number one, I think, three times now since she's been on the Kelly file, which is uh, amazing. She's you know, beating Riley, O'Reilly in the demo, which... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not can overall I, viewers. Maybe a, I don't think. Can I play down the hype? I like Megyn Kelly a lot. I, and I don't like she's Donald great. Trump at all. Right. So when you have this situation where uh, this is kind of being uh, portrayed as Megan, did she really lose this battle? She's number one, uh, and, and that's mm-hmm. great. Well, for, first of all, there's only one other option, basically, who's going to be number one on any given night because of the way the schedule is set up. It's always going to be somebody on Fox News, yeah. and it's either going to be O'Reilly or Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. There's basically been no one else who's been number one for the past two or three years in, the, mm-hmm. in all of cable news, first of all. So... The fact that Megyn Kelly beats out O'Reilly on a night where she's in the middle of a controversy no, against for the, month. the big or for the month, excuse me, in the middle of the controversy for with the biggest uh, you know GOP frontrunner where they're screaming at each other is mm. not exactly a shock. No, but she's done it twice before, so I right. mean, it's so starting to become you know more of a of a happening when right. it's happened three times since she's been out. What's it been a year? How long has she been on that show? Yeah, I was, was going to go with two, but oh, maybe, maybe. Has it been that long? I think it's like one. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I mean, she's she's doing well. And uh, last night she was talking about the double standard, which I, it, this is pretty amazing. And especially the way she lays it out here and plays the Democrats talking about the Tea Party and how violent and, and irresponsible the rhetoric, rhetoric was. Uh, here's what happened last night. 
the DNC just came out with a resolution right. supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, which, which BLM rejected. But, but they're trying to tie themselves mm -hmm. to the movement, the same movement that's chanting pigs in a blanket, frying like bacon. And these same people are, are denouncing not long ago the lack of civility in America. Meanwhile, you got people connected with this movie or with the movement putting up the sign of a roasted pig and mm -hmm. Officer Darren Wilson's name on it. One, Megan, I think that you have, I, th I don't think we're watching the same Black Lives Matter movement. I think if you talk to any of the organizers mm -hmm. on the ground, both in Ferguson, in Baltimore, in New York, they will tell you they're a nonviolent movement, that all they want to do is <laughs> end the disparities. Why were they chanting pigs right. in a this, you, we pointed out, like bacon, you, th that was this, the Black Lives Matter second, movement Megan. in Minnesota. Why? That is one small incident of the Black Lives Matter movement. The segment started, with, the segment, so the segment so started, the segment started with the Black Panther Party, which is not part of the Black Lives Matter movement at all. Hold is on. asking is Hold asking on. for accountability from police officers, and that's all they're asking for. Oh, and all crap. we're hearing from is oh, why would I condemn? Please, please stop. Shut up. Megan uh, got all wound up. Yeah, well, she should. Yeah, she no should. doubt. Because the guy's a moron. I mean, it's just one little segment. If that was the Tea Party, and and you know when you when you see the uh, the video that I was asking for uh, before they played this one. Uh, you'll understand that that's not what they were saying about the Tea Party movement. That's, mm. a, a, you know, if the Tea Party movement would have said that you should be frying some certain people on the left, they wouldn't have taken that, oh, that's just one little segment, that's just one little joke, that's no big deal. They would be all over, not just the Tea Party, but everybody who has ever said anything nice about the Tea Party. And the person who they thought responsible for the Tea Party, which is Glenn, They'd be asking for him to be removed from the air because he inspired all of that. I just, I, uh, man. Um, here's, uh, do, do we have the part where she's, she showed the, uh, the Democrats and what they were saying about the, oh, okay, we don't have that part. Um, what, what do we have then uh, next, Andrew? Uh, what are these other ones? So that, was that actually the first one? Okay, uh, here's part two. The people on the left we just showed were very quick to blame violence that happened in the country on what they alleged were a couple of Tea Party comments that they found to be racist or incendiary. Why are they not as outraged now when, as you point out, okay, maybe it was just Minnesota, maybe it was just those new black men, what, maybe it's just that one roasted pig, but suddenly the actions of a few do not apply to the many. Why the double standard? Well, first, the shooting that, that you were talking about in the video clip, there's actually evidence that indicates that this person was who had he had Tea Party sentiments, he agreed to the Tea Party. In this case in, in, in this case in Houston, no. or in Texas rather, there is no evidence, right? There's been no investigation. And from somebody, Megan, who's a lawyer, you would say, let's see the facts first. I we don't know if this we don't know if this killer has been connected with with the Black Lives Matter movement or not. Now with that being said, the Black Lives Matter movement for the past year has petitioned and fought to make sure that black lives indeed do matter and they're not gunned down by police officers okay. or mm -hmm. choked to death in Go New ahead, York Katie. City by air like Eric Garner was. I just want to make it clear and obvious that Richard Fowler refuses to condemn Black Lives Matter's protesters. I won't. You who sure? Want, no, you, want, you know what? I will not condemn them. I will not police, condemn people who, who are saying that police that unarmed black men should be shot by police. I will Richard, not condemn Richard, anybody who's against them. You refuse to condemn Black Lives Matter's protesters I who I want officers to be... To be fried like bacon, uh, as she was about to say there. 
That's obviously, uh, uh, she got him on record there. Good. Uh, he's a robot. Good. Uh, he's yes. a person that's not even engaging in the conversation. Like those segments to me are so. It's, it's what Glenn's it's always hated about. It's not nothing to do with Megyn Kelly, but like it's just a format that's just Glenn's always hated about co cable news, and I tend to agree with him. It's like mm -hmm. it, there, you get nothing out of that, do you? I mean, he's not I get even angry out of attempting. That. To answer the question, no, he's not even attempting to make a rational what argument. Was, what was the evidence that, that connected the shooter? In is he talking about the Tucson shooter that shot Gabby Giffords? What what, what the hell? What evidence, no evidence was there that, that he was all. a Tea Party guy? No, no, no evidence. There was at all, none. No. There was none. He was. You know what he was pissed off about when they went through his writings? What is anger? What is jihad? Was I don't about? remember. Grammar. Grammar. That's right. He was well, he was upset right. with the world. We the talked way the about world that. Had changed with grammar, and he was he was furious about the changing in. There was grammar. absolutely no evidence no, at all that that was Tea Party related. No, and none. This guy just doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. This is why Jeez, it's a pointless. Man. I mean, he's just an idiot. I guess maybe you, maybe there's some value of putting on, you know, kind of a you know a moron to sit there. And I suppose because I mean that is just. I mean, we might as well put Jeffy on to argue that side of it. It was that bad. Well, come on. I well, mean, come on. No, well, all right, well, I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating on. to make a point. Okay. <laughs> exaggerating to make a point. Well, you're not saying Jeffy's better than that guy, the Black Lives Matter. Oh, my God, no. Guy. No, but okay. it, this is a great but right. I, I kind of <laughs> touched on this during, <laughs> during radio today. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Which is the sister soldier thing <clears throat> from the Bill Clinton uh, era. Now, Bill Clinton, sister soldier, do I have the uh, quotes up here still? I, made I don't know if you do, Stu. Um, I'm not looking at your computer right I, now. Well, I was, it was a rhetorical, oh. uh, rhetorical question. Thanks, okay, God. I didn't realize um, that. So uh, she said something <laughs> to the effect of, uh, look, if you're going to kill someone, why not make it a white person? Why not make it the enemy? So I guess you didn't have him still up because... Because that's not ex exactly. Thank you, though, Jeffy. Again, rhetorical. Um, and then she had something in, in her, uh, one of the lyrics in her song that said essentially the same thing, go kill white people. And oh. Bill Clinton came out and said, look, you know, and this was opportunistic by Bill Clinton, but there's something to learn here. Still, he said, basically, look, that. you know, this is wrong. If you change around the lyrics, it could be uh, it could be David Duke. And we need to stand up against that. And while it was opportunistic, it, it, it shows how far we've come that mm -hmm. now Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. this man's wife, is so convinced the opportunistic thing is to embrace this nonsense that that's what she's doing today. Wow, that's amazing. It's incredible. I mean, it's not like... What year was that? Do you remember? Uh, it was the 92, 93. It was early because it was Jeez. one of those things that I think turned people around and, and let the, the middle class person who was in between parties, the independent voter, the conservative Democrat, to say, you know what? I, can't, I can go with Bill Clinton. I think he's okay. Because... It, Look, we're not looking for a high bar here. This is not a high hurdle to clear when you're saying, look, don't say you should kill people of a certain race. Don't, and, it, you know, a more modern example, don't say you should sell baby parts on the open market after you murder them. Like, these are not tough hurdles to clear. Mm. Um, and, Shouldn't be. You know, I... But actually, they are. They are these days. And that's where I think where uh, you heard it on the radio today, certainly from Glenn, but Pat and I have been in the same place a million times, which is... You know, you get despondent. You get to that point where it's just like, eh, you're not going to turn. If you can't get people over the hurdle of saying we shouldn't give free taxpayer dollars to an organization currently killing and selling the parts of children, okay. I, what's the mm -hmm. point, really? Mm -hmm. what? Glenn gets more activist in that standpoint. You know, he gets to that point where, and he's been talking about this lately, where, like, I'm just going to go do something. I'm going to stand somewhere, and I tend to get more beat down by it. Like, I, it's just... Like, when I see this stuff happen, I'm just like, what? why do we even, why even bother?
And I know that's the wrong instinct, and Glenn's had this, has the correct mm -hmm. instinct. But that, I think a lot of people do have the instinct I'm talking about. I just get, I'm just like, well, what are you going to do? I'll just try to make, you know, try to do what I can at my house and uh, maybe in my little community. Uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't get so worked up about this because it doesn't seem like anybody cares. And I don't know, that's probably not fair and probably not right, but that is, I think, a natural instinct. I think it's why we haven't been destroyed yet, because there are still some people who, who care. Yeah. Fortunately. I mean, I care, you know, but that's, you that's feel... why it's like Jeffy. fire and brimstone haven't rained down from the sky quite yet. Let me give you a Jeffy example. Mm, all right. Jeffy says, hey, you know what? Swimsuit season's coming up. Mm -hmm. He says, I better get to the gym. And right. he walks into the gym, and he does one sit-up and says, why am I bothering? Now, he knows the gym might be the right thing to do, mm -hmm. but there's so much work to be done. That's never-ending. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. never-ending. You'd be there forever. You'd never an, leave the it's gym. Impossible. It feels impossible. Let so me you tell you something. Up. He could not eat <laughs> one crumb of food, and he could do a 1,000 sit-ups a day, and it would take him 400 years <laughs> to burn off that fat. It would take him 400 Four, years. About 400 years. 400 Is that part of the example? <laughs> no, that just, we just got into analysis there. You're right. Oh, okay. I apologize. But okay. you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I mean, I think, that, I think everybody feels that way when they go to the gym, which is like, yeah. why the hell am I bothering with this? Uh, but, I mean, that's, I think that's a natural instinct. It's, it's one you have to fight, but it's, it's tough. It is. Uh, it's crazy. And, you know, we've got this guy defending the Black Lives Matter and the... He goes on to say that the pigs in a blanket fly him, fry him like bacon, bacon thing was a, uh, a joke. It was just a, a playful joke. Um, and meanwhile, three police officers have been murdered in less than a week. Three in less than a week. Another officer was found killed in his Texas home. And so, and then yesterday there was the Illinois cop who was shot dead by three guys he was chasing after. But the Texas officer was found murdered in his home just hours before the Illinois uh, officer was gunned down in the street. Don Allen was killed at his home sometime Monday evening in Clyde, Texas, and found by family members around 7 o'clock. Um, they haven't released the details of the death because, as I guess it was the sheriff of the county was saying, you know, we don't want to taint the investigation. We, want, we don't want them to know we're coming for them or who they are or whatever. So... Whatever evidence they have, they're not, they're not saying anything about it because they want to get these guys first. So we don't even know what happened to him. They just believe it was a homicide. And so I, I don't know if he was killed because he's a police officer, if somebody hunted him down and went to his home. I mean, that's really a frightening prospect. And it seemed, it sound like from, sounded like from what the, uh, hmm. what the sheriff was saying, that officers in the area in... Uh, in the Abilene area are pretty concerned about that. They're pretty nervous right now, thinking, well, what, the, what is going on? Are they now coming to us in our homes? Has it gotten to that level now? And the fact is, we don't really know. And then they're uh, still searching for the three suspects that killed the officer in Illinois as well, in the uh, Fox Lake suburb of, uh, of Chicago. And then on Friday... They will have the funeral for uh, Officer Del Darren Goforth, who was shot at a gas station. Filling up the gas tank of his patrol car, a uh, guy came up behind him, shot him in the head, and then 14 more times. Shot him 15 times. So, three in a week. And we were looking it up earlier. It, it looks like 85 this year, so far, have been uh, killed in the line of duty. 15 since the be beginning of August. 
15 just since August mm. started. So well, you're one month, basically, 15 officers. It I mean, does seem to be uh, accelerating, and, and, you know, I mean, that's, you know, seeming, you know when you mm. have the media kind of constantly saying uh, this, it's not necessarily surprising. Obviously, the people who are responsible for this are not the media. It's the people who pulled the trigger. But it's not exactly, when you basically say cops are out all the time hunting for black people because mm -hmm. they don't like them, and they're racists. Mm -hmm. When that is what every um, respectable source, up into including the president of the United States, is telling you all the time, well, eventually it probably does seep in. You've got the Black Lives Matter people saying it's open season on black people. And the cops are just indiscriminately killing blacks all over the country. And no one will bring up the stats other than yeah, right. talk radio where right. the exact opposite is true. Right. Of course, uh, you know, uh, the, the, when you talk about these killings, it's black on black crime that mm -hmm. leads the way, followed by white on white crime, followed by black on white crime, followed in last place by white on black crime. It is the least likely thing to happen in, out of all of the options. Yeah. Yet we're told, and then with cops, it's, it's even worse because cops. Yes, do, do cops get into lethal uh, interactions with uh, with people on the job? Yeah, they do. Uh, almost all of them are justified. Almost all of them. The reason yeah. you hear about a couple here and there because those are the questionable ones, and even those, like Mike Brown, you find out later were actually justified. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they don't care about any of the facts anymore, care. though. They don't they care. Don't, they just don't care. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. You know, it, it doesn't take much to affect the comfortable way you live. A little bit of unpredictable weather could easily cut you off from access to your electricity. So if you want some peace of mind, and I, I know I do, and it's not enough to have the food preparation. You need this as well. Take control of your energy right now. You can, so you could rest easy. Something uh, inevitably happens uh, if, if the weather goes crazy, if it's haywire and power goes down, you're set. If you've got your solar generator from Solutions from Science. Their solar generators run quietly, they emit no fumes, they produce an endless supply of electricity from the sun. They'll run your sump pumps, your shortwave radios, your computers, and even your refrigerators so you don't have to lose any food. One of the worst things about when the power goes off is when your refrigerator shuts down and if it's shut down for two or three days you lose everything you've had frozen and you even lose what was in the refrigerator a lot of times because it spoils so go to patoffgrid.com right now and you can learn more that's patoffgrid.com and here's something really amazing use the promo code pat for a special offer half price Go to padoffgrid.com right now. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up 
to 50% on washer and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's patents too. Uh, this is a day. It's actually not, but we're celebrating it like it was a day that will live in infamy. Mm. Uh, it is a uh, day in which, well, it's not, but it's a couple of weeks after the day. <laughs> <laughs> who made his catch? That's in, right. Uh, Here's a thing. And, and Rob were talking about it. And yesterday. robbed the Blue Jays of an out that they should have otherwise had. I don't, know, I don't know where you got that part from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about it. Yeah, a lot of people were discussing the catch, how I'm a big Canadian sports celebrity and everything. And we talked about when is the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Jeffy, of course, uh, can't read mm-hmm. um, okay. and gave us the completely wrong date of the anniversary initially. Right. Um, he said it was today. He said it was uh, And then he yeah, realized, oh, wait. Uh, uh, it was Spurns. Uh, <laughs> it's actually August 22nd. Not even close. <laughs> Um, but you bless your heart. Mm. Oh, that's see that made everything we've said about you up until that point. Okay, bless your heart. Jeffy. Bless your heart. Bless your you know. Bless your. Heart. Just, so, just so you're clear, it doesn't. No, it does. No, no, it does. No, it does. Yeah, bless try it. Your, try it sometime. It works. Bless your bless your clogged uh, <laughs> cholesterol ridden heart. D- yeah. Probably diseased. Probably enlarged. Enlarged. And diseased. Uh, rapidly beating heart. Mm-hmm. Bless it. <laughs> so, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't no. make it better. It doesn't. Okay. No. Uh, he confirmed that now. It does not make it better. Okay, so uh, we were talking about, uh, about the catch yesterday. Uh, now, obviously, you were watching last night as Ryan Goins hit a walk-off three-run home run for no. the Blue Jays Actually, to win I, and hold their first place. I wasn't so, watching The 10th inning. Oh, no. Did you go fall asleep in the ninth or something? No, that I didn't sometimes? watch any of the game. Zero okay. percent of it. Well, uh, so. this is probably... I mean, Power this is, out at the house? <clears throat> you know, uh-uh. No, I just Weird. didn't have any interest. Because <laughs> you would have the solutions for science. You just wheel that in, right? And plug it and in. Then you plug it in yeah. and watch the game. No, but that wasn't the problem. The uh, this power didn't go out. <laughs> in fact, I had the TV on, and it just wasn't tuned to that. All so. right, fine. Let's watch this stupid play of me being a hero. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's and it's and you never wanted to be the guy that that. Uh, oh, oh. Look, at, look at he robbed him. Rob, surely as soon as I put my hands up, he calls me out. Yeah, here's a situation where Loney was over. Yeah, here's a situation where. This is a brilliant Look at this one. The look of what? Look how far out I am. I know. And John. In my life, I will never. It never felt like it was possible that I was that far out of the field of play. However, there you are. Clearly, he reached over in the field of play. He did. Clearly. Made that catch. Clearly. It's a nice baseball. He's got to have it. Probably going to lose that seat, though. Ah, guess what? No idea. Look at this. Watch this. Watch this. Look how far you are into the field of play. Not that. Not that. He was right there too, man. He had. He had his mitt right there. He did have it. Yeah. He was going to catch it. He was going to catch it. Totally worth it. 
by the way. Totally yeah, right this is a situation where that douchebag out there, <laughs> out there in the outfield, I reached over and uh, screwed up the baseball game. You got to get him out of here. Probably put him in jail. That's a great screenshot <laughs> right there. <laughs> the announcers were kind of pissed. I know. Well, I, you know, it's just <laughs> they really were. Probably yeah. gonna lose his seat. Yeah, that's a situation over there where you got to take a baseball back to that guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Yankees game or a Blue Jays game? Sounds like a Yankees announcer. Yeah, that's it. Listen to him. Yeah, that's a situation where. <laughs> I know. It's like, guys, <laughs> calm down. Dude, it's baseball. And I, I, know. You know, I, yeah. I actually thought, because these seats, we knew we had really good seats. And we're yeah. right there. They're called in the action seats. So I'm and sitting. So I was in the action. Apparently, <laughs> apparently took worked. that literally. Right, I did. But my thought was, if a ball comes close, I mean, you're thinking of uh, you know Steve Bartman with the uh, with the Cubs. So when right. your team has a chance to catch it, mm -hmm. you don't interfere. Right. When the other team has a chance to catch you it, do you do interfere. interfere. Sure. Which you did. <laughs> now I didn't. That didn't actually run through my head in that moment. I just I didn't think I was interfering. Um, but uh, still, that was the concept. And then, you know, they're like, oh, how the, how the, uh, this bastard in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> this guy deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, again, it was, you're right. He would have been caught. Uh, and, and, yeah, he would have caught know, that. Uh, Loney was stuff. all over He was it. right there. Yeah. So. But at least I, I, I uh, took away a highlight-filled catch from him. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, you did. You at least that would have been fun to see that highlight, though. But, of course, you <laughs> robbed us of that incredible Come moment. on, tell me that wasn't worth it. One highlight for another highlight. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Jeffy. It's given us over a year's worth of entertainment. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It really has. So that's kind of fun. It really has. I swear at one point, too, I had a... Uh, um, uh, I, I was the next morning in the hotel. I flipped on the TV, and I swear I recorded. I have to look for it. Recorded the Canadian TV highlight show mm -hmm. playing this playback, and they were even meaner than the announcers. Oh, I bet like, they were. This douchebag. <laughs> uh, he, they were really not happy. Oh my gosh, is this? I mean, that's I all changed that. now. As you've become the. What they they might have been talking about something else. I don't know. Now that I'm a big time Canadian yeah, sports I mean, celebrity. Now that you, you still haven't seen the ball. You still didn't bring that in. I ah, thought today yeah. was the day we were going to see it. the ball. I do have Thank it at you. home. I will take a picture of, of it maybe and post it. And I don't really want to get it close. Jeffy, when you have valuables, you don't want to bring them into work when you work with Jeffy. Right, true. That's why we have Liberty mm -hmm. Safes all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, basic things like Makes pencils sense. and stuff you have to put in Liberty Makes Safes sense. because Jeffy yeah. will steal them. and uh, Steal? Or just... I mean, they're there for you to use. See, this is the problem. He actually or doesn't see it Or he could just stealing. get his body juice on it, and you don't want that either. Ooh, yeah. Oof. Oh, gosh. So... Oh, the sweat. <laughs> the sweat. I've, ne I've never... Let's be honest about this. Can we, can we address one thing before we move on <laughs> yes, to real topics? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen anyone in my life sweat more than Jeffy did at 828 and 829. I know. I've never seen anything like it. Bless his heart. I, he, bless, bless your rapidly like, beating. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah. whatever. That's fine. I've never seen anything like it. You have to admit. Now, is that a normal thing? Like, yeah. Yeah. You, you live like that all the time. Like, you live in that level of moisture all the time. If you're outside in the heat, 100 degree it was temperatures, not 100 degrees. it was, it was not about 100. 78. Walking, it was not <laughs> it was, 78. It was like. 80 to 85 tops. By the end of the walk, tops. maybe it got to 85. Maybe. 
And it, it was a teeny bit humid, but nothing, ex, you know, exceptional And you all. were walking <laughs> to the march, and you were sweating on the walk to the march. I know. Right. And it was not even close to 85 at that point. That's, by the way, that was absolutely ridiculous, making us walk. <laughs> that was. Walk the march before yeah. we actually had to walk the march. Right. I mean, that yeah. is. It was a little anticlimactic. We did walk the march backward, and then we walked it forward. <laughs> there's something about it being revealed as you're walking, and you're thinking, like, this is where Martin Luther King mm -hmm. you know, did this march, and you'd see it as he saw it. We just did it in reverse first to get to the starting point, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then did it. I will yeah. say that did take a little bit. Thank of you. It did. That, has no, that doesn't excuse the sweating. It does not What's excuse the sweating. What's excuse? It's just really the way it is. It was interesting, though, to see uh, the exact route Jeffy walked on the way to the starting point, because you could see it marked by the sweat trail. <laughs> uh, <it's> like, <laughs> cross, yeah, oh, that's yeah. where Jeffy crossed right there. <laughs> oh, it looked like he stopped there for a minute because there's still a puddle. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was not pretty. I, have you thought about seeing... A physician for, for something what? other than excess pain pills you don't need. Like the um, excess sweating problem. <laughs> yes. Well, first, let's let's back up to don't need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second, uh, uh -huh. it's, it's the way it is. I mean, when my it's mom said I used to sweat in the crib. I was a baby. It's just part of the your deal. Your mom was making you feel good. She's your mom. Mm -hmm. She's trying to make you feel good. Well, if she didn't do anything... Why should I? See, this is Wait, a ter I, this is, that doesn't, uh, it doesn't. And then, was there not an issue on this particular program oh in which Jeffy was forced to leave the show uh, because of constant that was sweating? Illness. I believe it's all illness, Jeffy. <laughs> the physical and the mental side. That mm. was that was as if any we're sitting in here. In, it's like 20 degrees. It's, here. No, know, it it's literally 63 degrees. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. It was it's not. 63 it to 65 degrees in the studio. That it was not it was hot not. in the studio. And when Jeffy sat down and he just started pouring yeah, sweat. So that was not even an outdoor kind of problem. That was something else, right? That, I mean, that was something was wrong with you. And yet you still didn't get it checked. So uh, I did. Bless your what do you heart. mean you did? I told you I did. No, you didn't. I yes, did. you did. Tell me you did, but you didn't get it checked. But I did. But you didn't. But I did. But you did tell me that, but okay. you didn't get it checked. Well, I did tell you that I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, we agree on that. <laughs> the part where I'm fuzzy on is why you didn't actually get checked. But I did. seriously, something could be wrong. I'll be fine. All right. <laughs> we're going to come. We, we we're going to take that right to the bank. We want you to know that we care about you. Mm-hmm. Again, and we've. I think we just demonstrated that, right, with that little lecture. We care right about there. you like you went to the doctor to get that checked out. Mm -hmm. The same way. <laughs> we've told it to you, but we don't need it. <laughs> All right, more patents too is inevitable. Oh, yeah. Now, inevitable doesn't have to be a bad thing. Inevitable just could mean it's just it's coming, yeah, regardless. It's not, but it case, might be something it could be, but in this case, it doesn't. Actually, excited about. Not in this case. Yeah, they could be thrilled out of their mind, but probably not. But maybe there's a yeah. chance that they're thinking. Yes. Yes. Pat and Stu, you know, a guy I used to like uh, is uh, Bear Grylls. He did this, he did uh, Man vs. Wild on Discovery. You ever watch that, Jeffy? Yeah. 
You, yeah, you we used to watch that from time to time. Yeah, I really liked then, it. I did too. I really I, liked. I thought it, it was kind of you know he did some he did some really interesting stuff. And, he did. You know my. I don't know that it's all you know. You take it to the bank, and that's really how you I survive. Because he did I things know. like drink his own urine, and you know it's, it's really not that good when stuff. you do that. And I've heard I've heard the opposite that that's one of the worst things you can do if you're you know thirsty. So I wish someone had told me that. Yeah, you should maybe look into that. But I I don't know. I'm not a survival expert, so I I, I don't know. But I know there's some controversy all over that. But then you hear that Bear Grylls also. Like he would go out on these exotic places and stay alive, and they they drop him right. off at some place and take off, and then it turns out that in some cases they came back and got him, and he went to a five star hotel and stayed right. the night, and then went back out in the morning. What? <laughs> or, or or they also set up a lot of situations like he came upon. I don't know, he's walking through the wilderness one time, and he comes upon a horse. And he's like, oh, look at that, a horse, I can ride it out of here. They set up the horse. <laughs> they took the horse there. They'll have, you know, animals in certain areas for him to find, and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So it just wasn't legit. And then they, they finally had to start, they got so much flack from it, they finally had to start admitting that he doesn't do all the things that, you know, you might think he does. <laughs> Oh, right, and that, that, that was what was so bad, right? Because I mean, he yeah. he actually was. Everybody thought that's they why were, we were watching it. They were implying strongly. Yeah, that's why we were watching it because he was. It. Yeah, that he's doing this. Yes, I mean, you know, at four in the morning he would do this black and white shot that's right. Like, uh, you know, uh, from a lens that's night vision. I, I'm I'm here right now in the wild, and I'm I'm <laughs> hearing. Mount lions. Just come to find out, he's in the shower at the Gaylord. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. He's at the Four Seasons, and he shot that in his bed. Right. So anyway, my helicopter will be here in two hours. <laughs> it was kind of disappointing, and then, and then, Obama uh, shows up, and uh, here's the two of them pictured together, and. Uh, 35,500 mm. likes on the White House's, uh, I guess, is that Facebook page? Uh, Instagram, yeah. Instagram. Glad this was the only bear I met in the park. B.O. <laughs> <laughs> so That is really dumb. Really stupid. I mean, worse than the climate change thing is that joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's hard, but yes. Mm. Uh, so anyway, the president and explorer... Uh, Bear Grylls took a number of selfies on their walk as they filmed an episode uh, for his show, I guess. The visit formed the apex of his three-day tour, Obama's three-day tour of Alaska, which he's using to paint a doomsday scenario for the Arctic and beyond, of course, if climate change isn't dealt with. It just drives me out of my mind. He says entire nations will be submerged underwater, cities abandoned, refugees fleeing in droves, on and on and on. They can't make this sound bad enough. They really can't. And they're willing to say whatever it takes to scare you out of, out of your mind so that they can restrict, uh, I guess, oil use, restrict our energy use, take control of our lives even more than they have, and spend all of our money trying to fight this non-existent problem. Uh, it's, it, it really drives me out of my mind. So is the deal that Obama is going to be on a Bear Grylls show now? And are they supposedly roughing the wild together? Are we supposed to believe that? 
I really don't know what the I, shows. <laughs> I frankly don't. Uh, anyway, from a distance, Exit Glacier appears as a river of white and blue flowing down through the mountains uh, toward the lower terrain, but it's just the opposite. It's two-mile-long choke of solid ice that has been retreating, supposedly, at a faster and faster pace in recent years, more than 800 feet since 2008. It's e even if that's true, uh, it's happened before and before automobiles, mm -hmm. uh, and this is just a cycle that the Earth goes through. Ice melts, reforms, melts yeah. again, reforms again. Yeah. It's part of the cycle. A couple minor issues with, uh, with, with, with the stories he's telling mm -hmm. uh, up there. It's yeah. just kind of an issue. Like, for example, um, there has been no warming in Alaska none. since 1920. None. Since 1920, there's zero? Statewide average temperature, no warming whatsoever. Yeah, but what about the melting uh, ice? That's a good question. The melting what about the melting glacier? Glacier? Well, okay. you said, what, 800? What was the report? 800? 800 feet. 800 feet since 2008. So seven years, mm -hmm. 800 feet. Right. It's a little over 100 feet a year. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Just a little over 100 feet a year. That's a lot for a glacier, my friend. Mm. Okay, they're not supposed to do that. What, that minor. Okay. Could I just jump in for a minor? Yeah, sure. Minor thing. Yeah. Um, if it's minor... Go it's ahead. just a minor thing. I mean, do we even really need to bring it up then if it's so minor? Well, you know. Maybe. You be the judge. Well, from that. Say it and we'll, we'll judge whether or not it was worth even mentioning. Okay, so, uh, so the issue say was it. 800 feet within seven years. Yeah. So say 110, 115 <laughs> feet, feet a, year? a year. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say is uh, between the years 1891 and 1894, the glacier... 1891 to 1894. To 1894, it grew, what, 12,000 feet? It retreated by 151 feet a year, which would be more than the 115 feet yeah, a year. That's exactly what I was saying. It's not exactly. It's not exactly no. the problem that we... <laughs> You know, yeah. the, By the Earth way, uh, has cycles. Yeah. And now, if I'm not mistaken, let me, let me get, 1891 and 94, how many SUVs were uh, prowling around in I don't Alaska? remember seeing I mean, any. Just, Jeffy? Just give me the Denali's, since that's the name oh, of the yeah. mountain and the SUV. <laughs> how many Denali's were being From 1891 to 1894. 1894. Just give me the, G the GMC Denali's. How many of them? This is, by the way, from years. the National Park Service, these numbers. Okay. They're coming from the numbers. Well, we also not have the, to get them from GM now. Not the um, SUV numbers. Not the SUV numbers. The park service. Now, that's the Glacier Retreat numbers. Okay. Okay. And that's, how many uh, Denali's? It looks like, I mean, what I'm finding is zero. Wow. But, Ford Explorers? Excursions? Oh, Were there any excursions? Excursions. Those are the Ford's big website? ones, man. Yeah, yeah. the excursions. I those probably. Go Ford's website? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many? How many of those? <laughs> okay, it's zero. zero. Okay, so here same with Escalades. Zero. That's GM. That's back Suburbans, to GM again. Yeah. Zero. Okay, zero. so let me give you the actual retreat here, real quick. It was, right. We say what, 115 feet per year. Something like between that. Gosh, 18, that's unbelievable. Between 1889 and 1891, it was 151 feet per year. From 1891, it retreated. To 18, it retreated. 1891 okay. to 1894, it retreated 147, still much higher uh, feet per year. In, uh, from 1894 uh, to 1899, it retreated 187 feet per year, All, getting close to double now of what it was. Um, then it dropped down for a little while. However, from 1914 to 1917, 
1914 to 1917. How many SUV, do we have any SUV numbers in 1914 to 1917? <laughs> well, now you really throw a monkey wrench into it. That's another year, 1914. Yeah. You want now the it's, it's 1914. Yeah. I mean, we're all the way up now. Yeah. To zero. 1914. None. Still zero. Wait a minute. Let me check Ford's website, though. That was GM. Mm -hmm. Check Ford. <laughs> so, uh, 302 feet a year. Oh, my God. So, almost triple what it's done since 2008. And yet, here's what Obama, may I read you what? Obama yeah, said, <laughs> this is as good a signpost of what we're dealing with when it comes to climate change as just about anything. And here's the thing. He's right. Because every one of these signposts they point to are as lame as this one. Mm -hmm. It's bad, guys. It's I, really I, bad. The lie, it, I mean, the hoax here. How many people do you know? And I should give credit it. to uh, uh, Junk Science who actually found this article. Because this is great. This is an article written uh, by the National Park Service talking specifically about uh, wow. these glaciers in this area um, and going and showing pictures of the glaciers going back quite a ways. Um, it, what do you do? They know no <laughs> one's going to look for this. They know if people yep. like us pointed yep. out, they'll just say, oh, those are right-wingers, don't listen to them. Mm -hmm. um, even though it's coming from their site, it doesn't matter. So what do you do? I mean, we're on that kind of kick today with Glenn. You know, what do you actually what do, you do, do about these issues instead of just complaining about it? I don't know. I mean, you know, this is, this is just scientific data. The, 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 you look at the trajectory of the, uh, of the temperatures in, um, in Alaska statewide, and while there has been warming, um, a lot of it's been adjusted by them, and, you know, they can defend their practices. But when you look at actually what the temperature is, there has been no warming at all. In Alaska, and in fact, if you look at it from the mid 20s, there's been a significant amount of cooling. But I mean, if you go from mm. the beginning of the temperature records to take a fair line, there it is. Uh, it, there's no warming whatsoever, none, zero warming. No, so, you, uh, you mean other than what 10 or 15 degrees? Other than that, there's no warming. There's no, 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 not other than that. Just no. five degrees. The no, no, zero degrees. But the 3.6, zero degrees. Back. I don't think you're understanding exactly. <laughs> So, but I mean, what about Kelvin? Well, Kelvin's another story, okay. uh, but the story still now has the same ending. Now we get to the ending. truth. We finally get to the truth. <laughs> still has the same ending. A bunch of lies. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Mm. It's unbelievable. I, I can't, I can't take this global warming thing. Uh, more patents too coming up. Wow. So now you said, did you look up uh, in, like the Honda CRV? Maybe oh yeah, we forgot Honda about size. that. The Honda. I gotta go to Honda's website. Yeah, I have to sorry. Go to Honda's website. Check that out. Make Real sure. quick, how many Every SUVs one of these dealerships from 1891 to 1917? How many Honda CRVs were there? Kia Sophia. Do we have a Kia Sophia? No, I mean I'm at Honda right now. Uh, we got to take a look at this. We were just talking about climate change, and there's a new documentary in the uh, Toronto International Film Festival, inspired by the nonfiction bestseller uh, from Naomi Klein. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> so you know this is going to be good. <laughs> did they say non in front of fiction? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And this is from the people on the front lines of the global warming situation. In in places like the Alberta tar sands, Montana's Powder River Basin, polluted Beijing, South India, and more. Let's take a look at it and weep if the tears will come. The majority of the human race does not see global warming as a serious threat. Celebrate! <laughs> Climate legislation is dead. 
Mark Morano gets himself in so many liberal documentaries. Yeah, he does. Less than 20% of the population are responsible for over 70% of global emissions. Good. That shows so a wide. sign of success. We are drilling all over the place. We are drilling all over the place. Naomi Klein. On the other side of the world, those people who are the most affected by climate change, most affected by environmental injustice, have the least responsibility for creating this crisis in the first place. This is our livelihood. This is the water we drank. We have nothing to do with that water. Uh, we didn't do that. Stop pretending. And then there's things happening that we control nature. The amount nature. of fossil fuel that we're combusting year on year is growing. Mm -hmm. Capitalism. We're going in oh, the completely wrong direction. So capitalism versus the climate. I've spent six really? years wandering through the wreckage caused by the carbon in the air and the economic system that put it there. Oh my God. Caused right. by the carbon in the air will be and capitalism. Change. Either by the environment around us or by us. Wow. Start acting. Fire up this movement! Like we are. You see communities who are thrown into the front line. You see the incredible transformation. They become stronger, they stand up. So here's the big question. Yeah. What if global warming isn't only a crisis? What if? What if it's the best chance we're ever going to get to build a better world? There's your, there's your issue Change. right there. There's the agenda right there. Yeah. What if climate change is celebrate the limits because we could reinvent our different future. Yeah. Shut up. Well, we certainly could. That I agree with. <laughs> what if what if climate change isn't about the environment? What if it's a way to get rid of capitalism, which is exactly the goal? What well, it is exactly the goal. They couldn't do it with their ideology of communism. They couldn't do it with sheer force and sheer power. They couldn't do it by just taking over places militarily and threatening the lives of people and oppressing people because we stopped them. So what did they do? They invented a new way through this climate change hoax to take over and destroy capitalism. And that is what that film is all about. I mean, it's, and it's, it's, That's it's, unbelievable. Um, wow. Danny Glover and Seth MacFarlane, executive producers or directors or whatever that was, responsible yeah. for that project. Now, Seth MacFarlane, is, you know, he, they, they estimate the value of Family Guy at $2 billion. That's his cartoon. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the other stuff he's done from movies and, and everything else, some of which have been yeah, successful. Yeah, but he's donated all of that money to uh, the people of India who right. are suffering well, from climate change. What happens is <laughs> Seth MacFarlane gets his billions of dollars, lives in his nice house, oh, flies on his private jet, gets all the benefits of capitalism, releases this to make himself feel good. So he can say, well, I'm doing something about it. Um, you know, it's the typical mm. attitude. And, I, you know, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Crazy. And look, you know, it, it's, it's really... There's nothing in the history of mankind that has improved society and people's mm -hmm. lives more than capitalism. Nothing. Right. We're talking a, a billion people lifted out of poverty just in China alone because they've started to adopt uh, these things. Um, society was a utter disaster mm -hmm. before uh, capitalism really took effect in the world. I mean, it was a, uh, you know... There's people a movie. Didn't eat. 
I'll give you an example of a, of, a, of a pop culture reference that illustrates this. Seth MacFarlane's A Million Ways to Die in the West, his uh, somewhat of a bomb movie where he talks about the entire movie, by the way, or just jokes about how awful the West is. Well, you know, I don't know if you noticed this, but once the capitalism kind of took hold and we were able to connect markets, because at that point it was much more difficult to, to really have a real functioning market because you couldn't, you, know, you couldn't call people up, you couldn't buy things over the phone, you couldn't move uh, property easily. As that stuff started to develop, uh, we took the society he was bashing in that movie and turned it into a society where people can live twice as long, mm -hmm. where they can have food, mm -hmm. where uh, only one in 400 children in the United States skips one meal a month due to lack of money. <sighs> yeah. and only one out of 400 children skip only one meal a month. They, they went to a place in, it looked like in this uh, documentary trailer, uh, in Africa maybe, where the water was so polluted and he was complaining, the guy was yeah. complaining. Well, that's because, you, you know, you put your waste in there. Right. It's because you um, haven't embraced it's, capitalism. It's because you don't have capitalism. Mm -hmm. It's because you guys are living in the, last, in, the, in the century before the last one when capitalism wouldn't pull you out of it. One of the biggest oh, killers man. in the world are people mm. lighting fires to stay warm and cook in their own homes and dying of indoor air pollution. Right. That's got nothing to do with capitalism. God, nothing geez, to do with man. it. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, and, you know, I mean, we've made these arguments before, but I, there's nothing Crazy. more easily disproved yeah. than the nonsense that they're going with. But they continue to walk down these roads. Good luck with that. Uh, okay, it's been revealed now, revealed, that the Kentucky clerk who is refusing to issue a gay marriage license has been married four oh, times. Dun, 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 bum, bum, bum. And, what? and if that's not enough for this little trollop, there's more. <laughs> she gave birth to twins out of wedlock. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, dun, my dun. gosh. So they're trying to dig up everything they can to make her look like a, a horrible person. I did see a Matt Walsh very much on this kick on Twitter, um, saying that she is just as bad for marriage as uh, gay marriage was essentially. Oh, really? Yeah. like she So Matt's already on top of that whole situation? Yeah, and saying basically like, she doesn't exactly, she's not a good representative of the sanctity of marriage. As, as <laughs> and that point. may be. I, but I, I mean, know. but, uh, so I guess, the, I guess the thought process is, who is she to who defend she to marriage, the sanctity of marriage when she's... Been married four times. Been married four times and, and had twins out of wedlock. That doesn't sound like a very Christian thing. Obviously, you've broken some commandments right there. 
I mean, I, right? I, uh, so you know, separate from this, whether she's a hypocrite or whatever, I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, this the story. I'm not really. I, this is not. A I'm not following the story. Interest at story. all. The question I think to me is, what do you do? Is she doing the right thing? Now, forget the fact if you think gay marriage is right or wrong. That's it's unimportant here. Mm-hmm. Right. The question is, is she as a person? She obviously believes it's wrong. So should she be doing what she's doing in that situation? If you are a person who believes gay marriage is so wrong, you should never give mm-hmm. a license, even if it's uh, been ruled on in the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. do you do what she's doing? My inclination is the answer to that is no. No. You quit you your job. Yeah. You fine. don't You don't break mm-hmm. the law, essentially, or, or you don't st- – you just leave your work and protest it. I mean, find I, a new gig. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, to. you have a job to do. It's like here's, here's the example. Um, Carly Fiorina basically said that um, on the campaign. Say, Look, either just quit your job and protest it, um, quit your job, or do, do your job or quit. Here's, here's how the way Washington Post put it. I thought it was a really well way, and this is uh, by conservative columnist. Think of it this way. Someone who objects to the war due to his uh, religious conscience has a right to be a conscientious objector and not serve in the military. But he does not have a right to serve as a military officer, draw a paycheck from the military, and then substitute his own personal views of when war is justified for that government. I like that. It's a good point. I I think that's a pretty good point. Same police officers. Yeah, well, like, they don't get to pick and choose. Yeah, right. you got you got to enforce laws that you might disagree with, and right. uh, you know that doesn't mean you don't. That doesn't mean you don't get you know leave work every day and do everything you can to protest something you think is wrong if you think it's wrong. Yeah, but I mean you don't you know either if you really feel that uncomfortable not doing the job, um, then you should leave that job and figure out oh, maybe you work for a place that's fighting against gay marriage or something. I mean, um, Antonin Scalia in this particular article articulated essentially the same viewpoint. That he was saying that if there, something came up to the point where he could not rule on it personally in the court, he would leave his job as a Supreme Court justice. You know, yeah. there, there becomes that point where, you know, that's what you kind of do. Okay, and here's, here's the issue that they're saying on, on her side. She, all of that's a moot point, and not what you said, but all of the uh, marriages pri- right. prior to this and the twins out of wedlock, because four years ago she became like a born-again Christian. Mm-hmm. So she's only been Christ- into Christianity for four years. So none of this really matters. I think what you said uh, and this article uh, really puts a nice point on it. That's, that's exactly right. If, if you have such opposition to it, leave your job and go find something else. Because, you know, it's the law of the land now, so... That's what you have to do as a as a Kentucky clerk is issue these wedding licenses, and especially when the Supreme Court ruled against you. Well, I mean, are you going to go to jail for it? I, I, I just get out of that job. Why why would you continue to do this? I guess she just it feels so strongly about it. She's trying to make a stand at this point and make a statement of some kind. Yeah, I suppose, and uh, you know, I, it is her right to stand there and do this until she gets fired or arrested i mean depending on how far this drags out i mean that's her right she just has to deal with those consequences mm-hmm. you know i mean i you know you do have that the law does have two sides of it um which is if you violate it there is a consequence but if you're willing to pay that consequence you can violate the law like for example you could speed all you want as long as you don't mind paying the fines and eventually losing your license um and maybe going to prison yeah uh, but uh, <laughs> that that is and then you've been testing that pat for years that particular speeding test you've been 
trying to see how that will work out for you. I'm not sure I know what you mean. I don't, I'm not sure I know what you're referring to. Is Jackie all. watching today or something? Mm, I don't. I don't even. Um, apparently, D Davis emerged from her office uh, early in the morning after two couples were denied the licenses. She asked uh, David Moore and David Arnold, uh, who've been turned away four times now, to leave. They refused. They were surrounded by reporters and cameras. And uh, one of the Davids, who are about to be married or uh, want to be married, said, we're not leaving until we have a license. And she responded, well, then you're going to have a long day. <laughs> ah. So, I mean, she's standing up to reporters. She's standing up to the Supreme Court. She's standing up to all the criticism. She's standing up to people who are digging up this crap about her and her life. Uh, it's, you know, kind of admire her, her stick-to-itiveness and her willingness to take a stand on something she believes. I just think she's wrong. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would tend to uh, agree with you on that point. And it's kind of like... We are a nation of laws. And, yeah. Uh, you know, look, you gotta, a lot of times right. there's things that... You know, that aren't, that we don't like. You know, I mean, that's, well, that's just the way it happens. What do you mean, Jeffy? I'm just saying there are a number of, there's always things that people mm -hmm. Can you name disagree with. Ones you could disagree with. Everything like, for instance, uh, what exactly? Certain possession of certain substances, perhaps? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and the, I mean, I'm right with Pat on the speeding thing. I mean, the speed limit should be gone. <laughs> History. I'm fine with that. People Honestly. should be. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, yeah. On a freeway, I mean, let's let's talk about that Come for on. a moment. Okay. For just a moment. Just getting rid of Shall we? On a on a freeway in a metropolitan area, fifty-five is too slow. It's absurd. Stop it. It's, it's actually a, a, agonizing. It's asinine. It's asinine. I mean, legitimate eighty-five. Well, now I, now I would. I'm fine with having no speed limits. To be perfectly honest, I will honest. say yes. I'm going to say in a major metropolitan area, seventy. I'm going to yes. 70, 75, maybe on some of the toll roads. I, but, but when you are going between cities, no speed limit. Like I Montana say, used to do. I did say yesterday morning, though, there was uh, some traffic uh, held up uh, heading the opposite direction where there were about seven or eight car pile-up. Oh, they they had them all, I mean, I, the, one stop and it was just chain reaction. Look, man. it's it was abso a absolutely effect. true. And we can, if you want no, you know, cars to kill people, we can slow those speed limits down to what, four? <laughs> We're going down to four miles an hour. It didn't look like anyone uh, had mm -hmm. died. It just made no, yeah, it's damage like, to cars. There, yes, the slower you go, there will be less, um, uh, you know, major deaths, catastrophes. But, uh, you know, better approach is to make the cars better and, and let yeah. people go faster. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, I mean, we were, I took the uh, road from uh, San Antonio to Austin recently uh, that they built. It's a private road. Um, right. uh, speed limit 85. That's a great one. Uh, it's nice. It was fun. I may have exceeded 85. I may have exceeded 85. May have exceeded 85. At one or two points. Like, no, I didn't, re you know, look, it See, was close. I think I would rarely do that. You went past 85. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, some would I mean, say it was... Your, some would say it was 10, 15 miles so over. I, I want to get into numbers. The numbers are just <laughs> things on a piece of paper. You know? An artificial what is a, what is construct. What is, it's an artificial construct. In what, mm -hmm. in what vision of the world do numbers even right. matter? I don't know. I mean, first of all. I don't even know. Uh, but second of all, yes, uh, it, it may have been a... There may have... Well, there was a downhill area at one point, oh. you know? <laughs> and uh, But yeah. yeah, you can go pretty fast on that road. Yeah. Now, of course... It's wide open. How many lanes? Is uh, it just four? 
I don't remember. It was nice and wide open, though. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was, it, it it was, it was nice. It was a nice drive. Mm-hmm. It was a nice drive, and I was able to. My, I, I specifically uh, drove out of my way by approximately a half an hour to drive on it, uh, because it doesn't actually run into San Antonio. It runs to the uh, suburbs of San Antonio, so yeah. I had to go out west to get on the road, and then <laughs> just because I wanted to drive my car on it. Uh, but it was fun. That sounds fun. It was. Uh, I, I, I miss the days in Montana when you could go as fast as conditions allowed. And by the way, they had good results with that policy. Really good. Really good. And then at night, they had, I think the speed limit was like 65 or 70 or something. Because at night, it was, it was a different deal. Yeah. And then, but if you got caught during the day, even when they did impose the speed limit, because Montana, the, the Montanans were pissed about it. But in order to get federal dollars, they had to impose a speed limit. So they did. And I think it was 75 or 80 or something. It's it, 80 currently. It's 80 right now mm-hmm. in Montana? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you went beyond that, they used, to, they used to fine you $10, and you could pay the cop right there, and it's over. I thought it was 5 it, it, it was either 5 or 10 bucks, okay. but it was a nominal fee. You gave it to the cop. You don't have to appear in court. It doesn't go on your record, and you go on your merry way. I would it was so great. Never restrict my speed. I, I mean, would go <laughs> as fast It didn't, as I it didn't restrict anybody, and then they changed it. Which again. was dumb, by the way. Sucks. Um, by the way, the fastest speed limit in America right now? Yeah. The road I was just talking about. Oh, 85 miles an hour. 85, um, wow. That, and that's just on that one little stretch. Um, then there, uh, uh, but there are 80, 80 miles an hour in one, two, three, four, five, six states. So what are the other states? Uh, you get well, actually a little bit of Texas out west Texas. You can also get eighty, but you've got Nevada, you've got Utah, Idaho, uh, you've got let's see, yeah, all the wide open. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah all the wide open Montana, western yeah. states where it takes you uh, a lifetime to get across state. You, I mean, it's so. Agonizing if you can only go 65 or be pulled over and get a ticket for it. It's ridiculous and it should stop. And okay. using an example from uh, the University of Texas at Austin, uh, under Texas perspectives, uh, Stephen Boyle's assistant professor of transportation engineering, mm-hmm. uh, while just July of this year, wrote roads are better, cars are safer, oh, let's raise the speed limit. That's yeah. right. Well, that's true. We talked that's about this right. yesterday with basically every car mm-hmm. is decent now. Like even the crap heap that you buy that's the cheapest model on the market can absolutely easily handle 85 miles an hour. I don't yeah. really appreciate um, you calling my car a crap heap. Well, well go on with your story. Your crap heap can probably handle 35. Go on with well, your yeah, story. Well, yeah, it's you not know. a new crap heap. It starts to shake at about 42. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Remember the days, though, when, when almost all cars started shaking at yeah. about 75? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you're just like, you didn't feel comfortable going that fast. <laughs> now you can go 100. I, I don't know how fast I could go in my car before it would, you know, you'd feel uncomfortable doing it. It's, it'll go pretty fast. Before you feel like, oh my gosh, this is way too fast and I could die at any second. That doesn't happen very much anymore, so come on. You know, let's raise the speed limit. Um, by the way, it was 1998, uh, Montana's one of a kind daytime speed limit, written in law as whatever speed is reasonable and proper, mm-hmm. but widely mm-hmm. interpreted as wide open, has been struck down by the Montana Supreme Court, prompting fears that mm-hmm. the lack of even the vague limit will. Uh, lead people to drive at breakneck speeds. Well, yeah. Come on, so it had been going on forever. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see about the percentages, too, of deaths on I, Montana I highways. It did go down. Did it go down? Yeah. It did go down? Mm-hmm. Uh, like 
precipitously or I don't remember. I mean, I don't know that it was we'll have to look into that. long enough to really have legitimate. I mean, with enough, I don't know that you'd be able to have a wide enough sort of a right. sample size to really say for sure if you did it everywhere that it would work great. Oh. But I mean, I, you know, look, I think, I think, especially in those wide open states, there's almost no argument. I, mean, I drove from um, uh, Tampa to Miami, uh, and you go through Alligator oh, yeah, Alley right. there, and there's just. I mean, you're go- there are times you're just going, you can't even see anybody anywhere. It's just you. It's like a couple lanes in between swamp. Mm-hmm. And you just feel the need to accelerate. Uh, and, go and the st- Florida State Troopers mm-hmm. are there to remind you from time to time. Yes, they are. Not that I've ever had a run-in with them coming across Alligator Alley. No, of course not. Well, while they were looking for you, I think it was probably more of a smuggling issue than speed. But you're right. Yeah, they do hang out there. And people, I mean, you know, look, it happens. Come on. You're on Alligator Alley. This is another prime example. You're on this... Stop it with mm. the 55, yeah. 65 mile it's an ludicrous. hour. It's ludicrous. Come on. It's ludicrous. Well, it is uh, also September. And, of course, you know what that means? You know what September means? It means, well, football. It, it means <laughs> Thank you. football. And with football season comes mm. lots yeah, and baby. lots of food to eat. Yeah, the food that you want to eat while watching a football. Must. That's mm-hmm. actually maybe the best part of football. Is that a hairbrush? That is not a hairbrush. It is a grill brush. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. And it's a dang nice one, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one. This baby will clean up the grill nicely. Specifically dev- designed for your man grate. Now, I'm going to show you the man grate because mm-hmm. these babies are sturdy. They are heavy, man. They are heavy. I can't even get it out of the box. Hang on a second. Let me just tip it. Whoa, look out. That would have dented the floor. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, a monster. Yeah. These babies, you put it together on your grill. And uh, and it's not like I, I was like oh I don't want to go through the installation. You're literally no, just setting so them. it's so easy. You're you setting set them, them right down. on the grill. Yeah, setting them right on the grill, flat side down. Um, and you get these things. These are restaurant quality uh, grills. So you get yeah. them really hot. They stay really hot. They sear in all the juices for whatever you're cooking. Um, and they just I mean look they make the the cooking experience on your grill into a professional experience at, you know, not even close to the cost of actually going through the process of buying a full grill and all that other stuff. You can turn your mm-hmm. grill into the professional model with a mangrate. A while ago, my wife bought this uh, cast iron frying pan mm-hmm. in which, and it c- comes with sort of a grated thing, so when you put meat on it, sure. it sort of gives a, and that, th- it was from Bobby Flay who designed this thing. And the problem was, when we used it inside, all the smoke would set off the the smoke alarm and stuff. (laughs) When you put this baby on the grill, Mm -hmm. it does such an incredible job on the meat that, you know, Stu doesn't get to enjoy. But I'm sure it cooks the vegetables really well. But the meat is unbelievable. This is seriously like professional quality because of the way this thing is designed, the rail design, it evaporates the oils and the fats, and then it seals in the juices. You will see a notab- noticeable difference at your tailgating party or your backyard out- outing. I've been grilling out uh, way more often because, I, you know, uh, it's like a lot of times it's, you need to have – it's a little bit of a process. you got to turn the grill on and everything mm-hmm. um, when you're going to grill out. With the mangrove, though, it's worth it. Uh, it before, is. I, I, would, I didn't want to go it through is. the process. Now it's, it's actually worth it, and it makes all of your food, whether it's vegetables, meats, everything, taste better. For Blaze TV Delicious. viewers right now, Mangrates is offering a 30% discount mm. when you use the promo code Blaze at checkout. Okay. Go there now. Go to mangrate.com slash blaze. Mm. Get 30% off your entire order. Mangrate.com slash blaze. Where's the food? Where is it?
NCAA tends to come back, as Pat and Stu. Essentially, Stu is uh, looking up whether or not the um, traffic deaths have gone up since, since removing the speed limit. Uh, or putting it back in place. Yeah, it's been 20 years. They kind it's of 20 years uh, now. Basically, there was no change in them. Um, it no did, it did drop. Are you kidding me? It dropped um, slightly. Oh, uh, initially, mm. basically flattened out to be even uh, over the period that they had it. So it's was about it, the same. Well, 202, 215, then 196. That was with the new uh, speed limit. Then 261, so an up year. Then down to 223, which is basically flat from when it was imposed. Um, so it had one down year, one up year, one flat year. It makes no difference. Basically made no difference. Go back to no speed limit. Jeez. Yeah. Crazy. Although they, they seem in this article to say that they actually did go after people. Like they, they had one of the guys complaining about it was complaining because he got a, a ticket for going 121. And they held up a reckless driving charge at 121. What? Um, which to me, again, is... It depends on... Uh, I mean, they yeah. will. If it, if it was unreasonable, if you're going so right. fast That's that what the it's law just said. stupid, come on. It, then it was, they get you on unreasonable. Or... If it's snowing and there's right. ice on the road, you're going 90. Obviously, yeah. you're going to get a ticket for that. Well, you should. There should be. There should be a ticket for stupid. Yeah, there's a ticket for stupid. And but I, I went 80, 85 all the time. 90, never had a problem. Never had a problem. And look, the roads are better. The yeah. cars are better. Yep. Everything is makes it better. And you know, they did repeal the <laughs> 55 mile an hour speed limit uh, in 1995. And 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 you know, so most places you can go 60, 65 now. Although in some you know congested areas they'll still have it at 55. But think about how this would have been. Let's just put ourselves in today's mode where we're doing a talk radio show. And the president of the United States at that time, Jimmy Carter. Let's say Barack Obama did it today. Says the entire nation must. Oh set a gosh. federal speed limit mm. of 55 miles an hour to save money on fuel uh, because of the fuel crisis. Can you imagine how we would have reacted to that? Like, that is unbelievable he did that. That's yeah, unbelievable that they it set is. a national uh, speed, uh, limit. speed limit because, oh, well, we need to conserve fuel. I would have gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess that was the time. I mean, at least there was a, a visible crisis. Now yeah. we have to say, well, it's risen 0.7 degrees in the last 80 years. Well, so we need to. I mean, we're doing all these things just in different ways. With uh, we're just putting the um, yeah. the fuel uh, consumption, um, uh, the onus on the the car makers. I mean, we're making them mm -hmm. change the way their cars work rather than going to us and saying drive them differently. But it's the same policy. Exactly the same. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. There in, in Missouri, there's a, a school person um, who is transgendered, although not surgically. So. It's a person who was born a boy and now identifies as a girl and has been going to the girl's bathroom at school. And not just the girl's bathroom, but also the girl's locker room. Agonizing. I mean, so that's been going on a while. And finally, some girls said, we're not comfortable with this. And they went to the school officials. Their parents went to the officials. And they said, okay, well... If you're uncomfortable with it, then we'll have her, him, go in a separate gender-neutral room. He refused. So a hundred kids in a protest uh, the other day left school and went out and sat uh, in the front of the school and, as a protest to having to have a boy with an actual unit... Mm -hmm. going into a girl's bathroom and using it. I mean, and then 
And then they have, well, let's, let's look at Lila Perry and, and the report here, and then you tell me. I love that I had so many people out there that went to counteract the people who walked out. There is a lot of ignorance. Oh, yeah. I don't. No, you didn't. They are claiming that they're uncomfortable. I don't believe for a second they are. I think this is pure and stop simple the, bigotry. I wasn't hurting anyone, and I didn't want to feel. Can we stop it right there? That, that even the hair is a wig, right? Mm -hmm. So nothing about her is genuinely female. The hair is oh, a wig. Wow. Oh wow! Wearing a skirt. That's hateful. Doesn't, doesn't have a female body. Racist. Has a oh male body. You bastard. You bastard. You've gone too far by You've saying, gone too far by saying by that saying that's a male. Because that's a male because genitalia. he has a male body the part. genitalia has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with body with, parts. With, really? With whether you're well, a male wait. or a female. Wait, because that's not what I learned in school. I learned that oh my it gosh. has everything to do Bigot. with it. Bigot. Thank you, Jeffy. Thank you for screaming at him. <laughs> I will so, say that. Uh, so you're saying what now? That I'm a bigot racist. Thank you, Jeff. A racist, a racist. bigot. <laughs> you're a racist. I remember including any kind of <laughs> race in this discussion. <laughs> look. <laughs> look at. I mean, look at the. Yeah, come on now. That is a freaking. Come leg. on now. That's not real. He's pretending. I mean, I. Come on now. First, come on now. If I, are, are we seriously going to sit here and not say? Come on. Parents. Okay, I Come got on. it. No, we're not. We're not going to seriously sit here and say anything. But that's a boy. Get out. Here's the thing. Get out of the girl's bathroom. There's a. There has to be. Like, look. They're obviously. Let's just say this person is completely pure in their motives. But there's obviously a, a possibility for abuse of this policy. For oh, a person to just say they're a female and go into the female locker room, Jeffy would do it in a second. He would. Jeffy would oh my put gosh. on a wig in a second to if walk. If this into happened the girls. in the in the Tens or aughts when you were a, a child? Seventeen. In the aughts, like aught eight or whatever. I mean, I tried to go in there. I wasn't smart enough to put on girls' clothes. Right. <laughs> you just walked in. Um, it, there's obviously a, an ability. There's some level of um, necessary uh, a line that needs to be con yeah. con come up with, right? That would say this. Yeah, and, the, like, and here's the line. You have your man unit cut off. That's, yeah, that's you have. You go through that. You then you're a girl, okay? I guess I I guess we can say you're a girl. Look, and I'm not, I, you know, you can have all the arguments that you want to have about it, but the bottom line is Jeffy is not going through the trouble of cutting his wiener off to go into the girls' locker room. No, uh, you're going to that level of commitment. Then you're a girl. You look, you we're okay. fine. Then you can go to whatever bathroom. I, I guess but, I I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. It's it's a little iffy even then. But if you've had the surgery, yep. you've really gone through, and you're, you're really... going through the hormonal treatments right. and all of that, and you're actually becoming what you what you say you are or what you identify with. Right. I don't give a rat's ass what you identify with. You're not. You're not a girl. When you're a boy. Well, we do this with race. Everyone, I'm everyone's sorry. fine mocking Rachel Dolezal when she says that, you know, she's actually black, but she's white. Um, and, you know, even that there's pushback on now. I mean, I just think that, like, mm -hmm. if you're actually taking a step like that, I mean, look, there's a higher <laughs> look level. Look at of this but kid. In all honesty, like, and I, you know, he could be he could be on the soccer team, the boys basketball team, the football team. And then he just puts a wig on and he wants to go into the girls locker room. I mean, it could be that. I don't know if it is. Yeah. I don't know his motives. I don't know what the deal is. Or it could be he genuinely identifies with being a girl. That doesn't mean you get to go hang out with the girls. And look, if you are trying to... Not in the, not in the bathroom. Your, if you're trying to live your life 
and you have one of these uh, issues where you're un you know uncomfortable with the gender you've been assigned and you're trying to change that you know we've talked about it before with a lot of these issues the struggles that go on or whatever but when the school comes to you and tries to give you a legitimate option of going to a room where you're yeah. not going to bother the other people and you can still respect that. We're not going to force you to go in the guy's room when you feel like you're a girl. We're going to give right. you a neutral room and you reject that. You're doing something else. Exactly. You're trying to make That's some statement. You're, yes. you're trying to make this all about you. What about the hundred people that are uh, uncomfortable? They don't, they don't, they don't matter, Stu. They don't and, matter. Know, just as a common courtesy. You know, that it would be absolutely understandable and yet, what, to just do it that way. Let's watch the rest of this report, and you'll see how selfish this kid is. Let's uh, start, go ahead and start it from the beginning. If I can. love that I had so many people out there that went to counteract the people who walked out. There is a lot of ignorance. I don't. Ignorance. They are claiming that they're uncomfortable. I don't believe for a second they are. I think this is pure and simple bigotry. I wasn't hurting mm -hmm. anyone, and I didn't want to feel segregated out. I didn't want to be in the gender-neutral bathroom i wanted to be i am a girl i shouldn't have no, to not. be no you're not a girl pushed away and just off to another bathroom i mean he, wow you know like know. that's the worst thing in the world like we okay yeah, we, I, we got a special we accommodated your needs hmm. by getting you a special bathroom that you can use yeah I got are you oh, kidding oh, me gosh. i don't know if anyone knows are you this, kidding uh, me? private bathrooms better than public bathrooms. Right, right. Uh, yes. <laughs> the gender neutral yes. bathroom, I guarantee, is going to be a heck of a lot better than uh, the uh, the restrooms that everyone else is using. Uh, I don't know. Man, I mean, oh it's man. Just, I, I, I don't get the sense by listening uh, to Lila Perry talk that they're doing a bit, that they're trying to say, hey, look, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, trying to Yeah, it doesn't give point. you that sense. I don't get that sense to l listening to them talk, but... Yeah, I know. I'm you know, not totally uh, convinced. wise I, I, it doesn't seem like she, they've... Yeah. Lila's she, really dove into has this not, role. He or she has not taken the steps necessary to convince me that's a girl. And I don't know. You, I, I think the, the natural way to deal with something like this is common sense. You know, you do your best to decipher right. who's doing it right and who's not doing it right. Mm -hmm. But you can't use common sense anymore because of th things like this. A common sense solution to it. Like, look, the, the kind of common sense is, look, you want to do that in your, in your life as you get older. You have an opportunity to do that. Right now you're at a school. This is a controlled environment. You need to live by the rules. If you got a hoo-ha, you got a uh, hee-haw. Let's see it. Produce it. Whatever you got. Let's see it. You go we'll into bring that in room. some girls in here and they can look at that it. Is we'll, a, we'll leave the room and you can show us your hoo-ha. That's a legit. And if you have a hoo-ha, right. go into the hoo-ha room. Look, I'm, I'm fine with the school dealing with <laughs> it that do way. We, is there no. such a thing as hoo-ha inspectors? Because <laughs> you, yeah, no, you had a shirt. You had a shirt you used to wear uh, at the work that said that. Somebody's got to do it. But the point is, though, a school. A school can't come up with a different restroom for every single person. No, That's not the can't. way schools work. No. And so, you know, but the fact that they actually took that extra step and tried to accommodate this, yeah. I mean, you know. It shows that they weren't, they weren't, they, they were weren't taking it hateful. seriously. They were taking it seriously and still, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Well, they were accommodating the kid for quite a while. Right before, uh, so. before yeah. the yeah, news got and out. Then and then finally, the girls had had enough. Yeah. Only the girls themselves who felt uncomfortable with right. a boy in their room, what they viewed as a boy in their room. And you can't believe at all right, that they're uncomfortable with that? Well, then you Stop don't. It. Come on. You Stop don't. it. You don't know them very well. Uh, more patents do coming up in a sec. It's unbelievable. It sure is. It's really unbelievable. It sure is.
727 back. Here's the phone number. Got a, uh, a few interesting. Uh, you have people, the celebrities will like, get their riders uh, leaked when they do mm -hmm. the concerts, and like there'll be some weird clause like, I want a big bowl of M&Ms, and they're only blue M&Ms, and, mm -hmm. and I want a nice pillow that's pink, and I can lay my pretty little head on it, or whatever. There's always those weird clauses. Well, athletes have some kind of weird clauses like that. Um, the Sunderland Soccer Squad signed a guy named Stefan Schwartz in 1999. They had more to worry about than the standard hazardous activities provisions. Because, um, you know, they'll do that in these contracts all the time. They'll be like, hey, um, if you're playing football for us and we're paying you $10 million, you can't go play basketball in the off season and break your ankle, so we have to keep paying you. If you do that, we're not going to pay you anymore. And that's usually the way it looks. Sunderland noticed that one of Schwartz's advisors had booked a seat on the Virgin Galactic space flight Concerned he might invite Schwartz along, they insisted the player never eth leave Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> he ended his career in 2003, but uh, I don't think mm. he's, he actually did leave the Earth's atmosphere, which is good. Okay, that, so he fulfilled the, he co did. the contract. Um, cooking classes. Uh, Rolf Crystal Guimen had a relatively straightforward request of uh, Germany's Einreit Frankfurt soccer team. If he signed, he wanted the club to pay for cooking classes for his wife. It seems reasonable. <laughs> uh, what this said about the culinary skills of his wife is mm, not, not really known not right really now. Known. Um, Des Bryant, of course, a big wide receiver here in uh, in Dallas. I, you know, one of the mm -hmm. best wide receivers in the league, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, probably yes. top two or three. I mean, he really is great. Um, he uh, had what some could characterize as a character flaw. The Star-Telegram reported in 2012 that Bryant was in legal hot water for an alleged assault committed against his mommy. The incident came after Bryant was already heavily criticized for rambunctious personal life. To help course correct, the Cowboys mandated a strict no alcohol, no strip club policy, That's... as well as a midnight curfew. Wow. Um, he, and t as of 2014, at least, the uh, rules were still in effect. So you shouldn't be seeing Des in any strip huh. clubs in the area. They Pat, if you're there. They would have to me a lot oh, okay. more money for that. We, you, we don't have any policies like that with Jeffy, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, uh, oh, that was boy. the only thing he, he didn't even ask for money. He just said, mm -hmm. I, I just need to be able to go to strip clubs. <laughs> uh, at the turn of the century, baseball players didn't have the amenities that the modern-day uh, players do. Many, in fact, had to share hotel mattresses with a teammate while traveling. Uh, so that detail wait, prompted O.C. Schreckengoff. They had to sleep together in the same yeah. bed on yeah. the road? Yeah. Just lay there back to uh, yeah. back. Why? You've never done that before? Mm -hmm. I have never done that before. Never slept with a hot, sweaty man who just, you just play baseball with? Come you on. know what? No, I have not. <laughs> okay. Jeff Whatever. Whatever, man. Of course. I thought everyone <laughs> had. Just... But that little detail prompted O.C. Schreckengost to uh, make an unusual request before he signed his contract with the Philadelphia Athletics. He insisted that pitcher Rube Waddell not eat animal crackers in bed. I don't mind the flat cracker so much, but for a whole week last year, I woke up with elephant's tusks and cow horns sticking between my ribs. Nice. Uh, how about uh, Ray Slim Caldwell? He'd been bouncing around the majors for years before he was picked up by the Cleveland Indians in 1919. He was a very talented guy, but he had a reputation for being a heavy drinker, which is, uh, you know, Jeffy, would you like to uh, comment on uh a lot of people get reputations for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, that's true. Uh, before the Indians took him on, manager Trish Speaker uh, insisted on an unusual deal that Caldwell would have to get drunk after every game, rest the next day, train the third, and pitch again on the fourth. The regimented boozing paid off. He wound up having a 5-1 season. There you go. Not that mm. great, but it's five interesting. 5-1. Yeah, it's okay. 
Uh, all right. Also from Mental Floss, uh, famous misquotations that, you know, we've attributed to people. And, and what was really said, like, number one, more than the loss of thousands of precious lives, but I will not rejoice in the death of one, not even an enemy. That quote, which uh, went viral after Osama bin Laden's death, is most often attributed to Martin Luther King Jr. However, it actually came from the Facebook status of a 24-year-old teacher. <laughs> was, teacher. Was the English teacher a, named Martin Luther King? No. No. That's unfortunate. Um, uh, wear sunscreen. Remember, this was actually a hit song back in the day, in the late 90s, maybe? Mm -hmm. um, uh, it was a famous Kurt Vonnegut commencement address that begins, ladies and gentlemen, class of 1997, wear, wear sunscreen. sunscreen. And then the drums started. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I know, because I played it on radio oh, a over zillion and over and times. Over. Oh, my God, I was so sick of that. Um, it was one uh, Boz Lerman turned into a hit song. Mm -hmm. And um, when it was so genius that Vonnegut's wife, Jill Kremens, got an email containing the transcript, she forwarded it to the kids. But Vonnegut didn't actually give the speech. The text was actually an article from the Chicago Tribune by Mary Schmitch. What? How, did, how did Vonnegut get credit for that, then? Did he read? It's weird. Just read it for the song? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's I, I don't know. Uh, be the change you wish to see in the world. Gandhi never said that. What he actually said, according to the New York Times, is if we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. As a man changes his nature, so does the attitude of the world change toward him. We need not wait to see what others do. I like the first I one. I like the first one. Yeah, I, like yeah, <laughs> I, I would say too. almost better. always when these... these um, Quotes get butchered; they actually get improved. Yes, I mean it, that was greatly it usually, improved. Yeah. I mean this is a bunch of babbling. Shut up! Mm -hmm. Just say be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, that, I mean, way better. Got way it. better. Um, money is the root of all evil. Uh, well, that's not what the Bible actually says. It says the love of money mm -hmm. is the root of all evil. Yes, thank mm -hmm. you. And again, it doesn't say it's evil. It says it's the no, root right. of all evil, which is something else that's completely different. Having a lot of money Very does true. not make you evil. It is just, mm -hmm. you, you get to that point, it's the root of all evil, but it doesn't mean that everyone who has money uh, is that way. Exactly. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's one used, misused by Depends the Depends on how you time. treat it. Right, yep. Uh, the lion shall lay down with the lamb. The Bible doesn't say that either. Isaiah 11.6 actually says, The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion, and the yearling together. Look at well, a that's, sick freak zoo. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like one of Jeffy's sites. <laughs> Uh, that's one step, a small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. This one doesn't make sense for, to begin with because man and mankind are synonyms. Uh, fortunately, Neil Armstrong, that's not apparently what he said. The transmission blurred the fact that he said one step, one a small man. step for a man. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I didn't mm -hmm. know that one. Oh, you didn't? I did not. Yeah. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Was never spoken by Jim Lovell. What? Tom Hanks does say in the movie, though, and I thought, I really thought, so that's a surprise to me because mm -hmm. I always thought, he did say that. I, that sucks that he didn't say that. What? That's a lie. He said it. And this I one, I, did. I, I, this maybe you knew this one. Uh, because this is a Pat Gray. Yeah. I, uh, this, this is I, his wheelhouse. This is Beam me up, cool. Scotty. Uh, never actually said. Beam me up, Scotty. Captain Kirk never actually said that exact phrase. He did urge Scotty to beam him up on several occasions, but not like that. <laughs> it's That's hard to believe. Hard to believe, right? That is it's hard, hard to believe. believe. Yeah, wow. I, I, huh. The couple of the other ones that I always think about are. He never uh, said, beam me up, Scotty. He never said that? No. That's, I find that on. hard to believe. It's almost impossible. To I believe. know.
Uh, in all the times he was trapped on a planet and needed to be beamed up, he never said, beam me up, Scotty? Apparently not. He Did he ever say, Scotty, beam me I up? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Um, a couple of other famous uh, misquotes, or I don't know, term, quotes that people have misused. One of which is um, from Wall Street, um, agreed is good. And I always harp on this one because if you listen to his um, uh, speech uh, in the movie, he's this guy who's, you know, he's this evil capitalist, right? In mm-hmm. peace portrayed. But during this speech, he's not being the evil capitalist, he's lying about himself. And he t- but what he says in the speech is he says, for lack of a better term, g- mm-hmm. greed is good. And he's not talking, he- he's talking about greed for, and then he goes on to explain, greed for money, greed for life, greed for love. He's not talking, he's talking about basically trying to achieve more, trying to always move forward, always have a goal, is essentially what his speech is. Mm-hmm. Now, he talks about it, it's in the context of the movie, they make it seem bad, but he's not actually talking uh, he's not saying that greed, because the quote is greed, for lack of a better word, is good. He never says greed is good in the movie. And he's talking about that, you know, it's a phrase, you're just saying that, it's almost like a talk show host would use the most um, uh, inflammatory phrase to explain a concept so it draws your attention and, and then you explain the nuance. Um, that's, uh, you know, a pretty typical thing. I actually love that speech. It's a great speech. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was not evil at all. The other one that one that was completely evil, um, that is completely misused, uh, is uh, Adolf Hitler, who uh, people say all the time: if you tell a lie that's big enough, eventually people will believe it, or some version mm-hmm. of that. What he everyone says: well, that's Hitler admitting that if he that he was lying, he was saying I'm going to lie and I'm going to make the lie bigger so that people will eventually believe it. And, and Joseph Goebbels is also um, that's attributed to many times. Um, but what they were actually talking about were the Jews. He was saying the Jews lied so much that people started to believe it. He wasn't admitting that he was lying. He was saying the Jews were lying, and they kept lying, and they lied so much that people started to believe the Jews. <laughs> That's actually the way they talked about it. And it you know, obviously, he's a, a horrible, horrible human being in a horrible, horrible context. But it's, I always thought that to be interesting because you use, they use that as this, here he is admitting he was a bad guy. And most bad guys don't admit they're bad guys. Most bad guys feel like they have some crazy justification for their terrible evil. And he mm-hmm. was one of those people. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they, all, they all said they never admitted that they were lying. They, they said they were saying the truth. Another misappropriated quote is the one given to Marie Antoinette all the time. Let yeah. them eat cake. Let them eat cake. She, she didn't say that. She did not say that. It was that. Uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, uh, who was a political philosopher, and he wrote that when, he, when she was 10 years old. 10 years old. So, right. I mean, and even was Queen ba- was fooled by that. And it wasn't even... <laughs> when he said, <laughs> she puts Moe and Shandon in her pretty cabinet, let them eat cake, mm-hmm. she said, just like Mary Antoinette. Right. She no. Not Mary Antoinette. Right. No, Freddie. No. And the, uh, it wow. also wasn't even cake. It was some other kind of bread. Yeah. It wasn't even well, cake. Well, and... and Cake was something that was readily available. So right, she was time. like, okay, you're out of this. Let, let him Try eat that. Try something else. Right. It wasn't evil at all. No. By the way, there's a great chapter in uh, Jonah Goldberg's book, uh, The Tyranny of Cliches, that goes over that. Oh, that's cool. That's a, it's you know, probably 15, 20 pages just on that phrase. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's really it's, it's an interesting read if you, if you have it around. Jeffy, did you have one? I was just looking at these Star Wars ones that uh, I thought of that Pat might like, uh, may the force be with you. Han Solo. Uh Said it, not Obi Wan Kenobi. Everybody thinks Obi said it. Oh, wow. Well, he did say it. He 
Obi-Wan did say it as well. Because uh, not in the original Star Wars trilogy, according to this. Yes, so. really. He did. He says it to him. He says, maybe he says the Force will always be with you. He says something to him when he's flying off. When, mm. when Luke is flying off somewhere, just, he uh, does say it to him, I'm pretty sure. And the Luke, I am your father? Yeah, he doesn't say it like that. He says, no, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say like I mean. I that know. Is in my head is absolutely. Yeah, I know. That's You're... like Brian Williams level. <laughs> like I feel like I've seen him say Luke. I, I am know. your Luke, father. I am your father. A million times. And how about Jeffy saying spoons? Right. What he actually said was spoons. Right. People don't know that. So yeah. yeah so there's another one. I like to talk. More patent scoop coming up. <laughs> Uh, BuzzFeed uh, has a list, because well, we've been talking about food a lot, and mm -hmm. I like food, and I want to mm -hmm. eat food. So mm -hmm. they have a list of uh, 25 dinners you only need three ingredients to make. 25? That's too many. That's too many, so that's we're going to jump many. around a little bit. But I thought this, uh, number two, if we could do this one first. Mm -hmm. We could. Uh, right, well, we can start right at the beginning, I guess. Uh, right. If we have that one up, barbecue stuffed sweet potatoes. Do you have that one by any chance uh, up at the beginning? Here it is. Um, yeah, mm. uh, I could see that uh, being something that, that Okay, uh, you so you need like. three ingredients. Barbecue you sauce. Barbecue sauce. Meat, potatoes. Meat. And that doesn't look that bad. That looks really good. I will say they have some parsley or something on top, which would be a fourth ingredient. Liars! That's a good point! Liars! <laughs> you caught him! Uh, you caught him in a bold-faced lie! <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, How about this wow. next one? Um, <laughs> grilled skirt steak with poblano corn sauce and salsa. This seems like you could make that uh, right on the uh, man grates. Uh, fire oof, that up. That looks oh, delicious. Oh, man. That could be good. I'd eat that in one bite. Let's all go, of it. Let's can we go to a, right a, stew, a stew friendly one. Uh, all right. 13. How okay. about that? Do you have that? 13, which are super easy tomato cheese toasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super easy tomato cheese toasts. toasts. And they look a little something. Like, like super this. easy tomato, tomato cheese toast. toast like that right there. Ick. That looks gross. Uh, I disagree. I mean, Nothing. it looks like you're putting that in an oven, um, so you're getting that sort of pizza vibe to mm -hmm. it a little bit. That I'm going to say no to that. Delicious. I'm sorry. I'm going to say no. Uh, toast needs to be toasted. You know, uh, if we could uh, bounce around. <laughs> Thoughts are out a little bit, make uh, it even more difficult for him. Toast needs to be toasted. Uh, I'm looking a little at bit more. Uh, I'm looking at number eleven. Slow cooker eleven. Slow cooker lemon garlic chicken. That sounds delicious. Slow cooker lemon, lemon here garlic go. Chicken. Here it is. chicken. Right there. I will right say this. That. Uh, right there. Freaking <laughs> slow cookers are awesome. I oh my gosh! That looks love good. those things. That looks good. Because it? not only the food always gets cooked really like well. I think I yeah, just like the way it it's cooks. tender. It's really tender all mm -hmm. the time. And even if you have, like, vegetables, they're really mm -hmm. good. Everything mixes together to that perfect level. The other thing, though, is it fills your house. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, you smell it all day, so you just end up eating all day until you open that up and eat that. <laughs> Wait, I don't think... That's not what happens to most makes people. Makes you so hungry. It does make you, because it, it, it gets you fired up. Because we used to do um, slow cooker Sundays at the house. Every Sunday we'd do a different slow cooker thing. i got to fire that back up this year. And when I say me, I, you know, I'm, I don't 
I just eat it. <laughs> but they had the oh god these are like really good stuffed peppers we were making with like rice and stuff and cheese inside those are really oh. good mm -hmm. and so, oh man mm -hmm. they make mm -hmm. all i mean they, you can make oh, yeah. almost anything in a almost. slow cooker and it's great to eat during the football season too so you got the slow cooker and the mangrate you're i mean hello you got you're the sides set. in the slow cooker you got your you main dish on the mangrate you are set